Gray Fox. Kept you waiting, huh? Hello and welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, the video games podcast for people who are passionate about podcasts and want to listen to some old guys in their 40 somethings talking about video games, past, present and future, and all the things they love and the sweet, sweet fandom in between. By Odin's beard, I am joined by my wingman, my trophy man, Mr. Alex Hemming. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well, thank you very much. Very well indeed. How are you? How many trophies have you acquired in the last oh, 24 hours? Oh, in the last 24 hours? Uh, three or four? Let's say, I mean, that's not that many, is it? Or is I don't is know. Actually, I make it sound like trophies are really hard to get. They're not. You can get mm. some trophies just by turning the game on. How many platinums have you had in the last week? Oh, uh, two, I think. Jesus Sorry. Christ, man, you're a machine. <laughs> but I tell you, who's another machine? No, it's not Skynet. No, it's not Betamax. It's John Moles. How you doing, my friend? How you doing, buddy? Yeah, and no, I'm good. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who's your favourite robot in pop culture? Go. Uh, Ed 209 by Robocop. He knew it. He just knew it. Yeah. He's so hilarious. He falls down the stairs. <laughs> uh, number five from Short Circuit. Ah, Johnny. Johnny Five. Johnny Five. That is a good robot. I'm partial to a bit of R2. Yeah, no, that's a classic. That is a classic. Is a classic. But uh, I was watching randomly uh, Battle Angel, Alita, uh, by Robert, Robert Rodriguez's uh, Battle Angel movie. You ever seen that? Yeah, it's not a bad film, that. I watched that uh, a year or so ago. Got to say, I've never even film. heard of it. Sorry, there was, a bit of a, there was a bit of a lag there for a second. I'll just edit that out so no one notices. But, uh, but um, the, the effects are absolutely mind-blowing. Um, the only thing is I don't understand is Christopher, Christopher Walken is her dad. And he's basically being Pinoc- like like Mr. Geppetto. And now he's actually going to be in a Pinocchio movie playing Mr. Geppetto. Wow. And now I can't unsee him making a robot out of this little girl. And it gets a bit weird because he then gives her breasts and stuff. Anyway, let's not go down that route. Um, anyway, chaps, you know what's great? <laughs> Video games. Uh, what have we been? Answer me this question three. What have you been watching? What have you been playing? And maybe reading of your culture like that. I'm going to start with Mr. Hemming. So watching, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but I saw Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Loved it. Really enjoyed that. Love a bit of Sam Raimi. It's just him all over. So we won't go into the spoiler territory. Watch it. It's good. Um, I can confirm this is also true. <laughs> but playing, <laughs> I recently realized, I think you mentioned this in the last pod, Flint, um, I did a U and accidentally realized I still have PS Now. So <laughs> I forgot to unsubscribe, um, which is fine because it'll update later on. Uh, but I noticed one of the games on there was Gravity Rush 2. So I randomly gone back and played through that. Ah, uh, Bonza. Nice. Uh, bit of a classic. Uh, Mr. Mr. Moles. What's been going on in the molehole? And the molehole. So... Me and the missus binge watched a, a couple of series on Netflix called Liar. It's a drama series. What's it about? <laughs> um, okay, synopsis. So, season one is um, a single man who lost his wife uh, many years ago goes back on a date with his school son's teacher. Uh, okay, 
had a very nice date. She wakes up in the morning and thinks she's been raped. Okay, she's convinced of this, and that's key. She's convinced, absolutely convinced in her mind. And the whole season goes on about trying to prove that this happened, uh, and everyone doesn't believe her. And like, the, this guy is a doctor, so he's kind of a bit suspicious. He knows what he's doing, maybe. And it's just a really good series. I don't want to give any spoilers about it. If you haven't seen it, you should go and watch it. Okay, the second season, big spoiler alert, the doctor guy is found dead, okay? So the second season is a bit like a murder mystery. So who did it and all the motives and all the characters, basically, they're all suspects sort of thing. So it's a bit like Poirot. Um, so that was quite good. Binge watch all of that because I just couldn't stop watching it. Um, what have I been playing? A bit of Destiny 2. Sorry, big, up, back, big back, update. back on the crack. Big update. Don't <laughs> We're know on what season 17 now, on. aren't we? Yeah, it's all new and I don't know what the hell's going on. So, the Solar 3 update has happened, much like we did with Void for the last se- last season, which we, I ain't got a clue. Go and read up on it, people, because it's so confusing to me. Um, and then I've been playing Planet Coaster, because I got hooked on Roller Coaster Tycoon some weeks back, and now I'm kind of hooked on the PS5 version of Planet Coaster, which is very good. Dope. And my kids love watching the roller coasters on the tracks. I wanted to get onto that. It looks really fun. Can you do the whole horrible thing where you build an uncompleted roller coaster and then set it off for people to get on? No, I haven't been able to do that. I don't know if you can. I haven't been able to do it. I'm just launching people into space. Yeah. So I love those games when we were growing up where you could basically, like you say, unleash your inner serial killer yep. and do weird stuff. Do you remember Command and Conquer Tiberian Wars? I do. Right. Thank so you. it's essentially it's a futuristic version of Command and Conquer where they're on different planets fighting for the resource called Tiberium. Mm-hmm. And actually it's a very toxic material. So if your troops are exposed to it for too long, they just become blobs that then kill other people. So what I used to do was build a wall around this massive Tiberian field, send troops in, and they become these horrible monsters. And then I'd be like, I want my enemies to suffer. I'm not just going to send troops in. I'm going to build a trail of walls right up to my enemy's base, and now I'm just going to start removing barriers so these monsters can start oozing my way over there to my enemies. This is horrific. That's basically like a kid with a magnifying glass playing Tiberian. (laughs) This sounds like a lot of effort to... Oh, my God. Imagine the things I could have done. (laughs) I could have been like a nuclear physicist, but no, I just killed people. (laughs) Using the game's mechanics. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. What other game's mechanics did you use for nefarious means? (laughs) Wait a minute. Before we go any further, this Justin. No, it's not another report. No, no, he's just checking his microphone at the moment. Let's give him a second. He's back. He's back. All right. Uh, so, Mr. Carden Edwards, welcome back, my friend. If you can hear us, if you can speak, how do you do? How's it going, guys? You all right? He's back. There he is. We are We are very well, my friend. We're just doing uh, answer me questions free still. We were talking about video games where you use the mechanics for nefarious means, i.e. do a roller coaster that doesn't end and let people get on it. Uh, lock people in houses that are too hot in the Sims and stuff like that. Uh, I was talking about Tiberian Sun and some effed up stuff I done with people in Tiberium. Um, not to put you on the spot, 
But does anything come to mind of ways you used to abuse game mechanics for your own pleasure? Buckets on head, rob them blind on Skyrim and Morrowind. Maybe not Morrowind. Definitely Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Someone needs to, you know, that guy who used to, there's a TikTok guy who made videos of people legitimately in Skyrim and he'd just be like (laughs) wandering around, stuff like that. Someone needs to, to do that in live action. Uh, before we come back to you, Mike, on things you've been watching and playing. So, uh, stuff I've been watching. Uh, essentially, uh, I, I'm back at Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've been listening to their Always Sunny podcast. If you are a fan of that TV show, I implore you to listen to that podcast because it is so, so Can good. confirm. And it makes you want to watch it's it. Amazing. It's just so funny. And uh, there's this one episode on the podcast where they, they n- none of them have ever seen the film Love, actually. <laughs> and... <laughs> They're, they're trying to explain to Charlie Day why it's called Love Actually. And then they're like, oh, and they're reading the cast. And he goes, well, this cast sounds incredible. And he goes, it sounds like it's the greatest movie of all time. And he goes, but I don't get the title. And halfway, then they, he still doesn't get it. And then halfway through the podcast, he would occasionally just stop, look at the camera because it's a video podcast, just goes, Love Actually. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Anyway, I applaud you to watch that. In terms of playing, I'm Capcom, if you're listening, Drop those goddamn next-gen updates for Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2 Remake, and Resident Evil Nemesis Remake, because goddamn it, I've been scratching that itch, and I've been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake again for like a billionth time, doing Claire on the hardest difficulty second run-through. If anyone knows what that means, you know how hard it is, but how fun and rewarding it is. Mr. X, I have forgotten how tough that mofo was. I thought I'd shoot his hat off thinking, yeah, it's cool. And like, I have to obliterate him before I can move past him. He is so goddamn tough. But that's what I've been playing and watching mr Cardinal edwards what have you been watching and playing my friend so um watching there's only really one answer to this and this has been uh, the latest season of better call Saul. um joyous tv unbelievable tv and i'm furious that there's a random mid-season break until july Oh, they've done that with Walking Dead as well. And there's only two episodes left of The Walking Dead ever. And they're just like, oh, yeah, we'll take a break till so July. Like, cheers months. for that. Apparently it's because they can uh, be eligible for two lots of Emmys or something uh, by doing this. And it's, uh, it's it's very, very frustrating. It, it's nothing to do with the fact that old Bob had a heart attack because it's already finished. So it's just a random yeah. break. And apparently the guys that made it were like, yeah, we didn't plan for this, that there to be a break here, by the way. This wasn't a purposeful cliffhanger. It's just how it's happened. And it's like... That's that's Netflix going, we need subs and we want awards because awards lead to promotion and hopefully more yeah. subs. And it's like the biggest cliffhanger of all time as well, which is incredibly annoying. So yeah, that is what I've been watching. Um, in terms of been playing, man, I've been playing nothing. I've literally, I, I went to the UK, I went to, I went to Lisbon. Hey. I've just been busy doing stuff. Uh, the only thing that I have been playing, because on a flight, Skyrim is great. It has been literally, has, I've been going back into Skyrim because it's just a great game to play. It's very easy just to, just to slip on that comfortable pair of shoes and uh, and crack on. So, yeah, other than that, pretty much just that. I just find, though, every time I play Skyrim, I accidentally trip into the DLCs, you know? Like, you're just into a village and it's like, oh, no, he's been bit by a vampire! And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. <laughs> every I time, just, isn't I it? Just wanna, I just want to go to the, 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 the Harry Potter school. That's not the Harry Potter school do those missions, become a wizard and, you know, get the, some dragon shouts. But no, it's always just, ah, I don't. oh, great. Now I'm a fucking vampire. Now I can't go out at night. 
And all I want to do is just go get the dragon shout that lets me move really quickly. <laughs> On the Better Call, Better Call Soul front, because I, I was season behind you. I'm like halfway through season five or whatever. And most of the cast have aged like a fine wine or they've managed to somehow been kept in carbonite. And even though this show is set a number of years, well, it's not that far behind now, Breaking Bad, because time and everything else. But I can't remember the name of the guy, but the bodyguard, the big fat dude, is it? Was he called Mike? I can't remember. Uh, um, uh, who's in in the finale? He was the guy who was just left in a hotel room, and no one ever knew what happens to him. But he pops up in Better Call Saul quite a bit in season five, and the years have not been kind. And this is supposedly a couple of years before you legitimately meet him in Breaking Bad. Do you mean Huel? That's it, that guy. Yeah, just a giant man who's just yeah. like. I don't, I'm scared, that guy. Anyway, he, he starts popping up and I'm just like, I'm like, oh, you're taking me out of it now. Like I know Mike, Mike, the old guy, like he looks substantially older mm. in this, yet he's meant to be a little bit younger. At least with, with, um, with Sol, he wore so much prosthetics and crap in Breaking Bad that he legitimately does look younger and like life hasn't got him down as much yet and stuff like that. But that apart from that, it's, it is, I agree with you, it's glorious. It is a bit of a slow burner, yeah, isn't it? It's uh But once you get past that slow burn. Yeah, once you get past the slow burn, then it turns into essentially a giant cartel drug shootout every other episode. It's like, hey, here we go. I remember this from Breaking Bad. Brilliant. But um no, dude, I obviously <laughs> love it. I obviously love it. Um quick 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 question. Who's your favourite character? And why? And why? And oh, why is it Howard? <laughs> oh, it's a tough one because, like, there's there's so many people that I kind of like. I've re- I didn't think I'd like Mike as much as I do. You actually really see like the emotional core of that guy and like what 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 kind of his drivers are and that kind of stuff. Uh, Howard is pretty dope, to be fair. Who's that guy who? Um, Who's the name of the guy, the Baron who owns like the Visa Verde company? Oh, that guy, that yeah, well, the big Texan. He's basically the he's the basically Texan. the rich Texan from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's why I kind of like him. So he's just like, I don't care. I want to get that old man out of his house. I never back down from a fight. Now it lost once, and I'm not losing to this old guy. I will lose millions, but I don't care. I, I, I kind of <laughs> like that um, because he's kind of a, he's kind of a villain you really want to hate. He's the Matthew Jackson of the Breaking Bad universe, <laughs> and you're kind of rooting for him. <laughs> That's such an in-joke, but still, if you ever met him, you would get it. He is the Baron. Um, but, uh, but anyway, gentlemen, we have uh, lubricated it long enough. Let's talk about video games. The Fox is in. So... Uh, a number of things have happened since we have last spoke, but there's only one place to really start, which is uh, it wasn't a big state of play. No, it wasn't a big press conference where they were just like, right, shuffle our papers. We're here to unveil the news. They done it through their lovely medium of the PlayStation blog and then other sites picked up on it. PlayStation now lifted up their skirt and said, huzzah. And we all said, that's not too bad. And uh, we've talked about the pricing structure. We've talked about the tiers and all that sort of stuff. Let's get to the hard-earned tax of the games that are involved here. Let's cut straight into it. I think this is a pretty damn good value proposition. What's our thoughts? Yeah, it looks pretty damn good. At the moment, there's not the 700 plus or whatever silly amount of games they said there was going to be there. They're slowly drip-feeding. Yeah, they are slowly drip-feeding. But the big titles that are in there at the minute, I mean, Demon's Souls, 
Returnal. Like those are the two probably flagship PS5. Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Right. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ubisoft being on there with all of those games. There's there's a lot. There's a lot. Let's pretend. Yeah, just for a second, I have no I fucking idea what you're talking about. And yeah. let's pretend that you have to explain it to me like I'm an idiot. What earth are you talking about? I assume that's I know that I've heard the words PlayStation Plus, and I know what yes. that is. I've been buying it for the last 15 years of my life. I know that something's changing, but I mm. didn't read the blog post. I didn't know there was a blog post, but I have seen there's been people talking about a blog post. Could you please tell me what the hell is going on? All right, I'll, I'll try to delve delve into it for you. Basically, in June of this year, yeah, in June of this year, they are going to be changing PS Plus, and it's going to become a tiered proposition. They're getting rid of PS Now and pretty much shoving it into PS Plus. They're getting the two of them together, making them kiss. Flint, beautiful baby, what, coming what, out. What, what are you going to do? I mean, you're the only one that uses that service, aren't you? <laughs> well, actually, Hemming got tricked yeah, into I, it I as well. Yeah. So we're the two ones that have been burning oh, their servers up. <laughs> we're the only ones taking advantage of this. But yes, they have been smushed together, and we are going to get a tiered service where if you go for just the bog standard version, I've forgotten the naming convention of it now. Uh, you essential. Will, essential. There you go. You will just get what you have now. So cloud saves and uh, price doesn't change. Pretty much it, really. Price the monthly, the games. monthly games and yeah. just being able to play online. online then yeah. you've got the middle service, which gives you access to basically what was the old PS Now, PS5 games, PS4 games, and then you've got They've the added a number of PS5 games as well. Yes, including package. Demon Souls, Returnal. Red Dead, as you said, you mean, the PS2 version. You mean both PS5 games they've added? Yes, they've added all two PS5 games. <laughs> okay, fair yes. And some PS5 <laughs> versions of the PS4 games. Let's not forget the main seller, Death Stranding Director's Cut. Okay. Oh, yes, so, that is there. So, and and Ghost, Ghost of TB. So, <laughs> so and these games are for, for stream or for download? What can I do with download. these games? Can download. I, can, download. I, can, I, can I get DLC for these games as well? You can, yes. You will need to purchase the DLC separately, I believe, unless it's specifically a Game of the Year edition that's on the service. Um, But then we have got the third tier, the higher level tier, which gives you access to PS1 and PS2 games. And from my perspective, the biggest selling point for me is PS1 games have got trophies. I'm very happy about this. Basically giving him a whole new treasure map. And the thing is, though, Hemming already has the muscle memory engraved of how to achieve said t- trophies. He just needs to be told what to do to go get Okay, them. so next question. I have two more questions. The first question of those two, can you give me some price points here? What are we looking at? What, what kind of wanger am I having to shell out to be able to afford these these, deli- these, these delights? What am I doing? Well, while, while Hemming consults, consults his, his people on this, there's a few things to be cognizant of for our listeners, which is some of us like to stack memberships. Uh, so if you have purchased a PlayStation Plus membership in a sale, uh, unfortunately, the cost to upgrade is higher than if you purchased a normal PlayStation uh, Plus account at a normal price point. Uh. And they have a way of figuring that out. Uh, so if uh, depending on the membership you already have, you will be given a offer to update to one of those tiers. And that price will vary depending on the price point you got your PlayStation Plus subscription with. If you went on one of those dodgy CD websites that would give you a code, Sony cannot track that, so you will be offered at the cheapest price point. 
that's something to bear in mind. Anyway, Heming. Yes, I have returned. I have returned with numbers. Uh, so essential will be six ninety nine a month or sixty quid for a year, and that gives you the cloud saving, the monthly games, etc. Uh, plus, that still is a price the price increase, isn't it? Uh, it is a slight price increase, I believe. I think all of them are a slight increase, yeah, as so. far as I know. Uh, then the next step is extra, which is that middle tier, which is ten ninety nine a month or uh, eighty three ninety nine in pounds for the year. And, that, and, and then that's the, for, and that's for basically what you get now uh, is in yes. terms of PlayStation Plus, but then also the integration of PS Now. Yes, except for they've kind of split PS Now in half because on PS Now currently you get PS3 games. They won't be in this tier. They won't be this in this tier. This will just be PS5 and PS4. You wouldn't want yeah. that PS3 streaming anyway. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want, want PS3. <laughs> they can't emulate that properly yet for some reason. Streaming only. And there's no method. That was the cell, right? That wonderful architecture that no one had a freaking clue how to utilize. Yeah, that, that, cell, that cell architecture. Uh, yeah. Okay, and the next and one? The next one is the premium tier, which is 1349 or ninety nine ninety nine for the year. Okay, and and you and how many of these? This is what this is going to be my second question. How many of mm. these PlayStation One and PlayStation Two games am I looking at here? Because uh, many. Because I asked this question. I asked this question because I hmm, I did shell out for Nintendo Switch Online because I mm-hmm. wanted to be able to play uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, uh, the Mega Drive emulation. I wanted to be able to play, obviously, Banjo Kazooie. Thank you very much, and. I do get DLC. I got a load of Animal Crossing DLC. I got a load of freaking Mario Kart DLC, which I haven't even looked at yet, to be honest with you. I need to look at that. Um, but they do kind of drip feed a new N64 game pretty much every month, it feels, at the moment. So my question is, like, you know, is it a very small library now, and, and will, it, will it increase? Or is it like, yo, let's go play Gex? Or <laughs> if only no, it's a small Gex 3D into the gecko. Oh yes, no, it's a Water it's gecko. a small library at the moment. I'm just trying to find the full list of the PS1 games, but I believe it's only half a dozen at the minute. Yeah, so, and it's yeah. not flagship games. Not yet. Uh, no. So if you you were kind of thinking, right, if this is a kind of a weird move by by Sony. And maybe it's just to kind of say, hey, we kind of know everyone's going to go for that middle tier, and if they go for the premium stuff, great. But it's not like a hitting for the fences, going, all right, let's put your Silent Hills, let's put your your Crash Bandicoots, let's put your Metal Gear Solid, let's put your Ridge Racer, you know that kind of stuff on there. I I, I hold a heart, I hold a candle for Ridge Racer, man. Um, it's kind of like it's all right, Odd World, all right. But I mean, I, mean I, I have the list here in front of me. So on, mm. for PS2, you will get Ape Escape 2, Ark the Lad, Twilights of the Spirits. <laughs> yes. Fucking hell is that? Dark Cloud 1, Dark Cloud 2, Fantavision, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 3, Jack and Daxter the Precursor Legacy, Jack 2 and Jack X, Rogue Legacy, Siren. Rogue Galaxy. Rogue Galaxy, because Rogue Legacy is an entirely different game. Um, <laughs> Siren and Wild Arms 3. And then from a from a PlayStation 1 perspective, we've got Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, IQ Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Mr. Driller, Odd World, Abe's Odyssey, Siphon Filt- Filter. Siphon <laughs> yeah. Filter. great. Yeah. Uh, Tekken 2. Wild Arms, Worms Armageddon, and Worms World Party. Um, just 
my initial thoughts on this on these games that this looks like an absolute pile of shit um I, the, the only game that i'd be interested in that i already bought for the playstation anyway which is jack and daxter um what are you out of these hemming i have to ask what are you looking mm. forward to here the original ape escape for me is a big one yeah. that with trophies i am really looking Just forward no, to and no nfts please no please, if you're no, an nft company and you're listening it's just no one wants an ape escape nft <laughs> the thing with the the ps2 list that you read out those are all the ps2 games that they already released individually on the ps4 store because they all so say the, ps4 they always they all say ps4 remaster Yes, because that's what they did. They basically upscaled a bunch of PS2 games mm. when they were going through this whole phase of it a couple of years ago. They said they were going to keep it going, and they didn't. And this is basically the full list of all of them that they did. Let let me rephrase it this way. It's £13 a year difference between that and the previous tier. And based on just that list alone, mm. the answer's no. If you base it on the promise of this is going to grow from whatever the number that list was, 20, to 600 in the next 12 months, over the next 12 months, and every month you're going to drop a certain number of games, and in that certain number of games there's going to be at least that one or two classic childhood nostalgia moments for £13 on top, that ain't bad. But I do agree with you, Mike, that if you just looked at that list in isolation compared to the rest of the packaging, you'll be like... Well, and this is it. I, what? I then, <laughs> what makes this premium? I then look at the, um, so the PS4 games that are available on PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. PlayStation Plus Extra is the middle tier, correct? Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to read these out because why not? So you get Go the following it. PS4 games. Batman Arkham Knight, Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, Celeste, <laughs> City Skylines, Control Ultimate Edition, Dead Cells, Far Cry 3 Love Remaster, Control. Far Cry 4, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, For Honor, Hollow Knight, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, Lego Harry Potter Collection, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Mortal Kombat 11, Fuck My Life, Naruto Shippuden, uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. <laughs> did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah, good. you said Ninja Storm perfectly. Oh, really? um, NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2, Resident Evil, Soul Calibur 6, South Park, The Fractured But Hole, The Artful Escape, The Crew 2, and Tom Clancy's The Division. That's a decent list of games, man. It's pretty good. Yeah, like, and it's, I don't want this to be like a, because we're, we're pro video games, right? Like, we, yeah, we might not be as big of Xbox fans as PlayStation fans, but inevitably this is going to be compared to Games Pass and, or Game Pass, sorry. And in terms of their release strategy, uh, it launched in Asia, in Asia regions uh, over the last couple of days. And people are starting to actually say, look, I'm, I'm actually looking at it now and uploading videos and I'm enjoying it and showing the UI and that sort of stuff. And the general consensus of the people who are impartial are saying, well, if you had to look at Game Pass right now, if you go on Game Pass and look at the offering that's right now on that platform, compare that to the PlayStation offering, there's actually no competition here. PlayStation is really leading the way all of a sudden, which is a really weird thought to think about. When we first started talking about Project Spartacus like a year ago, There's a, all of a sudden we're in a world where there's so many first-party AAA titles as well as third-party AAA titles in the first offering off the bat. And PlayStation are still holding back a lot of the vaults. Now, that's a very strong position. Yeah, well, I mean, you, we haven't even touched the, the PS5 list yet. 
Do you want to go through that, uh, Mike? You've got that in front of you. I, I will absolutely go through that in front go of me. So from, from a PS5 perspective, available on the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium list, uh, the following games are available. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Control Ultimate oh. Edition, Death Stranding Director's <laughs> Cut, Demon's Souls, um, Destruction All-Stars, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K22, Returnal, and The Artful Escape. That, my friends, that makes me, all of a sudden, my hunt for a PS5 goes into quite a high gear right. because now I'm like, I don't have to drop 60 quid or 70 quid, however much these games are. I can just buy this thing and be like, Demon's Souls, hello. Yep, you got, and, and you've still got the PS Plus collection as well. So you've still got access to uh, the Nathan Drake quadrilogy on there, I think, because they've included... Yeah, Days Gone. What's that? Days Gone? Yeah, Day, of course. Days Gone, yeah, yeah that, um, that's on there. I'm only saying that's not in the other... <laughs> yeah, I think it's, the yeah, only I mean, one yeah. that they say they're removing from the PS Plus collection was Persona. Persona. So all yeah. the other games that were there, you've still got Last Guardian, all that jazz, along with you know, all of this. You know, I'm quite surprised they've not included, because this would be an easy thing to include for now, and I know they're going to have to remove it. Deathloop. Because yeah. it's blatantly got to come on Game Pass in six months' time when the exclusivity deal finishes because, obviously, Microsoft owns it, so they'll put it on Game Pass. It's such an easy press thing to do to go, yeah, Deathloop, we had that at launch, mate. Yes, come off now, but no one cares about that. But we've had that for years, you know, sort of thing. Do you think that's an issue with Bethesda? Do... do you think they're stopping that one? Maybe. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know if they're stopping this, the retail of it, but as soon as the Bethesda deal went through, because that basically has happened at the same time as Deathloop was coming out, like Microsoft came out and said, Deathloop is coming to PC and Xbox the day it can, it can basically. At like, the moment, that exclusivity, because it's a timed exclusivity, it's not a, it's not an absolute exclusivity, yeah. isn't it? So they, it'll be on Game Pass like in a moment it can do. So why don't Sony get get the most out of it and just be like, let's really run this to the, let's make it, let's make it so that basically if people hear it, it's so boring, it's not a selling point for for Microsoft at that. Point. Yeah. And again, it's just more great content. Um, I think this is an absolute stellar move. I also believe that I'd love to, if anyone who's in the know with data at Sony to get in contact with us because I have a a hypothesis that most people that own a PS5 only own like two or three games because A, they can't afford anything after spending it on a scalper. And then secondly, because of it being 70 odd bucks a game, it's very hard to justify unless it's like Elden Ring or something to, to want to play that. And one of the things with Drift Apart, uh, the Ratchet and Clank game, which was a game of the year contender, everyone said, this is a beautiful game. This is next gen chef's kiss. But then it was deemed kind of a failure because of the sales and it was something like only 10% of the install base of PS5s purchased Ratchet and Clank. And, uh, Clank. and people were just like, oh, man, that sucks, which probably I think that's probably the same across a lot of these PS5 exclusives. So actually, this is a great way to get us enticed in. I said it before, and I said it again, this is the death of the PlayStation sale. Like, they, why, why would anyone buy any of those games? Because they will end up on this service in some sort of shape or form. There, there is enough there in the PS5 list to keep people going for a long time. I mean, I'm still, I've, my back catalogue's huge. 
uh, and I probably will never get around to playing. Because every night, Moles, you're like another little guy going to his dealer, wanting the stuff that keeps him alive for another day. That's right. The crack addict, (laughs) addled brain of the destiny, man. Over there, give me my new exotic, drip, drip, feed, chasing that dragon. I know you, Moles. I know you. I get... Not much time in the evenings, so I just want to kick back on the sofa, switch my brain off, and shoot some aliens. It's just all I want. I've been doing the same. I've been going back to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and it's not even the best Assassin's Creed game, but I still just just go about. I'm basically doing that. Would you like to play again? You have selected. No. (laughs) I'll just say one thing. With this PlayStation tiered system, okay, and the price point is... From a marketing perspective, why didn't they call it small, medium, and large, right? Because nobody is going to buy small or medium, are they? Let's face it. going to want to go for large. It's psychological. I love PlayStation Venti, please. Yeah, they should have just put a bikini on it as well. Because, you know, sex sells. I want the PlayStation <laughs> Grande, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay. PlayStation's life. Um, on the on that front, the Ubisoft um, Plus thing, there's also been a commitment from Ubisoft that they're going to be releasing a further 50 games on the platform 50. over the next year as well. Wow. Yeah, five zero, which is insane. Obviously, again, I think one of the things that Sony are really cognizant of is the fact that it's not just about the catalogue, it's about the consistent adding to that catalogue. And I think there's a lot of things in the back pocket. And it seems to be, because there's lots of rumours that Sony and Ubisoft might be getting a bit closer uh, when it comes to acquisitions and things like that. And we're still waiting to hear on that big drop. Do you think this is a sign that Ubisoft and Sony might be getting a little bit closer, even more so with stuff like this? It definitely looks a bit like it. I mean, Ubisoft coming on board at day one is a very promising sign. So we'll have to just wait and see. This, If this means mm. more bloody Assassin's Creed games, I'm going to cry. Oh, of course it will. You know oh, it will. Oh, yes. oh, mate. That's where the 50 games are. It's all Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's just, I'll be happy with that, to be honest. I know, uh, imagine all the maps, Mike. All the points of interest. Bloody points of interest and towers to clear and checkpoints and bloody <laughs> hell. No, thank you. Yeah, I take my money and yeah, I go elsewhere. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I'm quite surprised there wasn't EA Play. Um, I know they're in bed with, with Xbox on this. And also, let's take a sidebar for a minute. Mikey, you're our, our football man. What's your take on the, the FIFA licensing <laughs> uh, being the last year coming with this? Um, so for the uninitiated, uh, every, I think it's four years, I don't know the exact time frame, uh, EA Sports negotiate with FIFA for the FIFA branding. And if reports are to be believed, they, it was up for renewal. And it turns out, if you want to have the FIFA branding, and with all the things that come with that, with badges and all that sort of stuff, it's $1 billion. And EA went, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jog on, mate. And that means for the first time in 26 years, I can't remember the exact number, um, that EA Sports will be making a football game and it will not be called FIFA. Yeah, I mean, great. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, they, <laughs> they can call it whatever the hell they want, to be honest with you. The kids know that's where all my team is. So, If it, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's, it's probably most likely, FIFA. It's most, exactly. This is the thing. So I think, um, I do think there is a degree of, because like FIFA are the most evil, they're an evil corporation. We know this. They all, they're all about them Benjamins. They know how much football. EA makes from all my team, bro. They know how much money EA has. I don't blame them for going, yo, uh, we're the guys that got you to the dance. Give us a bigger slice of the pie. Um, 
but whatever, man. Like at the end of the day, I, uh, another football game could come out with the FIFA licensing and do all of that. But if it ain't got the armor team and ain't got the legacy of FIFA, they're going to struggle, man. They're just going to struggle because that's it. They, 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 this EA have got their hooks into so many people. There's so many partnerships. There's so many things like that. That that's going to be the key at the moment because. There are every week you see things like, you know, whoever the player of the week or the um, the player of the month was in the Premier League, right? They go and get a, a special card in Armour Team. Same for La Liga, same for Bundesliga, et cetera, et cetera. As soon as things like that stop happening and it's not what you're playing isn't maybe reminiscent of real life because they don't have the right license for certain things, that's when it may get a little bit, um, you know, interesting. But um, I don't think it really matters, to be honest with you. I do. I have read report. I have read opinions of others where they say it's a massive mistake, and EA should have paid the money and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. I I don't know. I like you said. If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck. You know, it's probably going to be a duck. So you know, what are your thoughts, Heming? Yeah, I. I mean, well. Name recognition goes a long way. It does. You know, there's that, there's that old stereotype of the, the gamer that will only buy two games every year, FIFA and COD. Mm. And that's it. And if, like, they're not really in tune with what's going on and they go to the shop and see EA Sports FC or whatever it's called next year, and they're like, well, where's FIFA? What's going on? They'll need to probably have somebody tell them, oh, yeah, that's actually FIFA now. So you never know. Maybe it could I, take a hit that first year. They not go in the shops anymore. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I'm talking about ye old times, aren't I? Yeah, like I know times. our generation was our parents to go buy our video games for us, but that's just kind of not the <laughs> that's one. That's not the one I wanted. No, um, yeah, no, I, I think it'll I, be heavily advertised in game in FIFA. I don't want actual soccer. It. It'll be heavily advertised every time you turn the game on, just to let you know going forward it's going to be this. Actually, it's yeah. going to be North London Blue versus Merseyside Red. <laughs> this is where I think there's a real interesting opportunity here that EA, if they do this right, will be pretty dope, and that is. Allow uh, customization in your game and allow to share those customizations. So if you have a damn good kit editor and a damn good badge creator and allow people to be able to configure it and share that to be, hey, do you want my my eSport config file? And all of a sudden, do you remember back in the day uh, of Pro oh, Evo yeah. when you used to be able to download these amazing patches or like you could do a football manager and stuff? And you could embrace the creators, and then all of a sudden, it's a platform, fair, fair. and it's not just ultimate. It's not just ultimate team. It's that creativity stuff. I don't know, man. FIFA, the EA Sports FC will still have all the real teams and players and stuff. They've got licenses so, with specific leagues and players yeah, already. They're, they're, they're they ain't losing. Well, we actually noticed anything no, different. It's literally the the name oh. of the game is changing. They're all going to be like if I go on, like you 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 play the game now. It's the FPL branding or the whatever it is that like the. The so you you still get kits, you'll have you still get badges I, you'll have wow, kits right, you'll have badges right. you'll have likenesses I don't believe any of that is changing for a second because the same way that Pro Evo or Konami would just buy would just make deals of individual leagues or individual teams and they could also share them with with FIFA it's the same thing they just don't want to base I can see oh, okay. from EA's perspective why on earth are we paying you a billion quid when it doesn't really matter if your name's on the front of it or not like Hemming said I think they'll do an absolute mad amount of advertising I pre- I'm yeah. pretty sure any football match that anyone watches over the course of the next probably two years you're going to have by the way it's EAFC now and that's kind of it you know so EAFC yeah I think you it's in the game <laughs> Fuck you, FIFA. <laughs> I think you're completely right. Yeah, suddenly I was 
uh, talking like it was 2005 all over again. You start to go to shops. No, that's not the way, is it? This is going to be all over the place and it'll do fine. Gabbo. Gabbo, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gabbo's back in town. It's going to be Look that. Smith is Gabbo. <laughs> uh, do we think that anyone could step up and take the break? No. Um, no. Nobody can afford Moving it. Moving on. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, East, uh, oh god, the Pro Evo esports equivalent, Mikey. Whatever happened with that? Have they killed it? Or is it no, man. Existing? They had their full launch a little while ago because uh, the version that got like, put on the internet and was like ridiculed endlessly was that was pretty much like a beta alpha kind of. Um, this is not representative of the final product. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Um, and they actually launched the whole thing the, uh, a couple of months ago, maybe. Um, it's miles better. Let me be very clear. It's miles better because I gave it a go. It's free. It's literally a free football game that you can play for free. Um, I gave it a go. Um, it was all right, but it's like a free game. It's not a proper game. Uh, you can play their version of Ultimate Team. And within the first, I played it for about 15 minutes and in those 15 minutes, I'd got Carlos Poyle and Roberto Carlos. And I was like, hmm, that, that feels a bit good. And then I also got Cristiano Ronaldo. And I didn't spend a penny. I didn't do anything. I just literally pressed X a bunch of times. And that doesn't bode well for it. Yeah, because they gave, you, they gave you the nookie too Exactly. Quickly. And all like, the gameplay is a bit jank. It looks nice in little bits, but... You know, it's just not a proper game. And there's a, there is a competitor coming out. I can't remember the name of them, unfortunately. They released a trailer for their new football game a little while ago. And with the whole thing of, it's fair, it's by the fans, it's for you. It's not, it's, it's not no loot boxes. And like, they tried to make it like this whole thing where it's not scripted. It's not going to be like FIFA. It looks crap. Like the trailer was meant to be this thing that's really impressive where people are like, wow, look at that realistic football. And it was the opposite. It looked shite. So, um, yeah, I don't think we're seeing a real competitor to this for a long time. The only people I see coming into play and maybe bringing something out, something something new, something different, is if we get a nice... Mario Soccer. <laughs> that's going to go the same way as Mario Golf and Mario Tennis fucking aces. It's going to be, oh, that was fun. Oh, look, there's no depth. A year later, oh, look, online's dead. Graveyardsville. Like, all of these Mario spin-off games, what a waste of time. Um, no, Sensible Soccer Man, bring the bring that bad boy back for the new age. Now we're talking. Ah, uh, the, the slight alternatives to classic football games. Do you remember Ultimate Soccer Manager 98? That would play oh, the same theme tune in the background. Loved it. Loved it. And like Mikey just said, <laughs> Bungs. Yeah, you can just bribe the do, 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 do. Mate, there's so many good Sorry, games, man. I, like, honestly, we could do an entire show around this. Actual Soccer with its incredible commentary from Trevor Brooking. You had, uh, oh, what was Jeb? You had Libero. Do you remember Libero Grande where you controlled one player in the era of no. like PlayStation 1 graphics? Impossible to play. Um, well, I did. There were so many incredible red Remember cards on Three Lions. Three lions um, which was just specifically a Euro 96 game. It was amazing. There was another one, which was, um, was it? Oh, God. Uh, uh, this is football. Remember that one? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There was a, what was there? Um, Kevin Keegan's football manager. Yeah. There man. was at one point. <laughs> what a game. Um, <laughs> you can imagine in an office just going to Kevin Keegan. What? What's this? Oh, it's a video game. We want to put your name to it. We'll give you give you twenty k. Yeah, go on. And then. Chris Kamara had a football game. <laughs> like, Let's be like like German there. Oh, Anyone what? in those days could get a football game. Cami Soccer. I think it was Chris Kamara Street Soccer or something like that. That was a game. Um, you had so many. Adidas Power Soccer, personal favorite of mine. 
Um, yeah, virtual uh, soccer as well. That was another one. Man, so many good games. Yeah, I always, I always remember Shearer being on the front of those. Uh, right. So anyway, let's talk a bit. Let's move on in terms of news. In terms of other flops or uh, releases that didn't go according to plan, uh, Battlefield. Um, it has been announced that six months after that launch, they will be ceasing support on roadmap functionality. You'll still be able to play online. Your service will still be there. But this is, uh, unfortunately, this is EA Dice saying no dice. And this is it now. Hemming, I know you're one of the only people that actually had a bit of a joke with this game, even though you said that some of it was a bit jank. How's, what's your feelings of this roadmap closing? Yeah, I, I think at the moment, is it at the full roadmap closing? Or did they just say they were going to stop with Hazard Zone? which was one of the modes within it. So I didn't actually... A lot of people believe this is death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, it's, it's basically, uh, yeah. it's not great. I didn't actually play a lot Staff of it. Staff are being moved on to other projects uh, and things like that. Well, That's why. there you go. So I didn't play a huge amount, but my other half did. And yeah, she hasn't touched it in months. And I think that probably tells you enough. She played it a lot at launch, had a lot of fun, hasn't any inclination to touch it. And I think that was the one mode that very few people ever played. So I'm not surprised to see them kill off Hazard Zone. Well, it's one of those like left. I still get baffled by how can massive AAA franchises release their jank version of their game. Like, do you remember Assassin's Creed Unity <laughs> yes. when it was basically like the most jank launch ever? And Battlefield, like, how many incarnations have they had? And now's the time they decide to screw the pooch on it. Um, but, uh, you know, alas, maybe lessons are learned. Maybe maybe it will revitalise the franchise. I mean, to be fair, we got Syndicate after Unity, and Syndicate is actually one of the best Assassin's Creed games. Just unfortunately, sales were so bad, a lot of people slept on it, that then Ubisoft took the only break in Assassin's Creed history for a couple <laughs> of years. And we got the trilogy that we've got now. So, completely revamped you know, there's it. Always kind of- yeah, they completely revamped so- it from there. And let's hope that Battlefield do the same, because they've got a lot of lessons that they need to learn from this. Uh, another studio that is learning lessons, or we hope they fucking do soon, is Konami. Um, now, actually, there is a game that is doing the press rounds at the moment, which is Layers of Fear. And the guy who was the this, um, the game director on that uh, is at a company called Blooper. Is it Blooper Real? I can't remember. I'm, I'm, no, I'm it's, really just, it's called Blooper. Blooper Games. They've, Bluba, they've done a few that things, was it, yeah. which is pretty, pretty decent. And, oh, fair enough. Henry, what have they done that's like decent? Uh, they got, did a game called Observer which is basically right. a very cyberpunky game where you're a detective with all these cybernetic enhancements inside a really creepy hotel. So that was pretty fun. Sound, sounds pretty yeah. dope. Sounds pretty dope. Uh, so anyway, as he's been doing the press rounds, uh, he has let slip on a number of occasions and media outlets have been picking this up. And unfortunately, it's that kind of breadcrumbs thing of, ah, oh, that person said that to IGN. So I'm not going to bother asking any more questions. I'm just going to pull up this thread and the news is unraveling. So he started out by going, yeah, we're partnering Konami on something. And they'll be like, oh, what? And he's going, oh, I can't say, I can't say. And then he goes into another interview and they go, what are you partnering Konami on? He goes, oh, I, I, I can't say. It's an old IP. It's an old IP. I can't really talk about it, though. Oh, okay. And then another interview. Is it what sort of IP is this specialising in? Oh, it's to do with horror, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. I'm not allowed to talk about it. So the internet has put two and two together and it is a convincing narrative that if you take all the interviews this gentleman has done over the last 48 hours, you can basically paste together that this company is doing a Silent Hill remake of some kind, whether that's Silent Hill 1 or Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2 being a launch title for the PS2 and being held as one of the most amazing horror games of all time. Now, that is an exciting proposition. I don't know the studio's pedigree that much. Hemming, sounds like you do. What's your thoughts about them doing a potential Silent Hill game? Currently, they seem like the sensible option to 
do it because their back catalogue is pretty much all horror games. You mentioned Layers of Fear. They've done this uh, Observer. They also did a Blair Witch game and one called The Medium, where the whole gimmick of that was it was sort of two worlds at the same time running concurrently. Is that the only ever Xbox Series X exclusive? That was only a Series X exclusive for about a Yeah, week. it was timed exclusive and then it, and then it came elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it would make sense. I think there were rumours a while back that they were maybe having talks about it. So it wouldn't surprise me, but if they're going to do Silent Hill 2, they they got to do that right, because I bloody love that game. They need to do me right. The HD port ruined it. I need them to do this right if they're going to do it. But they've always got a bit of jank to them. The Bloober games yeah. are good. The atmosphere is great. The gameplay's always a little jank. I'm a bit like, I'm still thinking what if, and I do feel that regardless of how good they might do with this, you cannot help but feel, oh man, that they had they had Hideo Kojima with Jaminio Del Toro and Dude from Walking Dead making a Silent Hills game and you canned it. And regardless of whatever we're going to get, we're always going to think of what could have been. And they have. there's so much that's been going on in this world over the last two years. We had that, uh, what was that game called now? Um, Abandoned? Where it's like, oh, we're that. not making a Silent Hill game, oh, but we maybe might be. And we was like, shut up and tell us what you're doing. Stop being dicks. And then Konami, like, actually, we're nothing to do with that. So we've had so many stop starts on what's happening with this franchise that I think people just want to know the truth. And then, like, maybe people can start getting hyped for it. I do agree with you. Silent Hill 2 was incredible, especially I always remember because it was almost like a tech demo for the PS2, wasn't it? With the main character, who I can't remember what his name was, probably Ethan, James because that's Sunderland, what everybody... I believe it is. Oh, was that? Oh, my God, what memory. Um, uh, the Bean played him in the movies, didn't he? Um, but essentially, there's a shot of him looking in the mirror. And like I think for the first time in ever like that was you proper saw that realistic face of him looking back and it was so creepy that oh, i always say the main difference between silent hill and resident evil is that no one does tension like silent hill with the way the radio crackling in those fog effects and everything else mikey i can imagine silent hill was something that you you love when you were a kid right <laughs> you're on mute but he just said he said no very very abruptly moles uh do you have any longing for this franchise silent hill i you know, i Never really played them properly. Um, never owned one. Did rent one. I can't remember which version it was. And just thought, this is creepy as hell, and I'm too young for this, and I'm not playing it. Most like, <laughs> was a very sensible child yeah. with video games. Well, I've got older siblings, so I, was, I used to play all the games that they used to play, and it was, yeah, that wasn't happening. But Fair I can see there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of love for these, the franchise, and there's a, a lot of longing for it. So just mm. give the fans something, please. On, on franchises, horror franchises that people got a lot of longing for, uh, Dead Space, uh, the remake that is going on at the moment, there was some concept art that was dropped. I'm going to be honest, the concept art and some of the tech demos they've shown don't look that different to the previous games. But Hemming, you, your face is lit up. You are a fan. Tell us your thoughts on I this. I absolutely love the original Dead Space and Dead Space 2. Don't talk to me about Dead Space 3. Not a fan of that one. But yeah, I cannot wait for this remake. It, I haven't seen any of this concept art, so I don't know exactly what you're talking about. But it was a good-looking game back on the PS3. It was one of the better-looking mm. PS3 games and still stood the test of time because I went back and played it probably only a couple of years ago, and it still scared the crap out of me. 
these things coming out of the vents and crawling all over the place. Terrifying. So, yeah, I, I can't wait for this. To go back to the Ishimura. Cannot wait. I, I will I will wait with bated breath and I'll go on your opinion. I never really played it apart from I played Dead Space 3 and I was a bit like, eh, it's not my yeah, that's a bad tea. one. But I, <laughs> I, it feels like it could get to, to dizzying heights again and it sounds like it would have been pretty dope. Feels like a, an old, feels like an old early noughties movie, horror sci-fi movie. It's got that, that vibe off it. Mikey, if you are back with us, one of your favourite games from last year that got the Lasagna Award, as we call it, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and he's looking at me like, nah, don't get me started on that, bro. Uh, for, for old for old Grey Fox fans, listen to one of our old episodes with AJ Excelsior. Anyway, uh, Mikey gave his review back then. But um, for some reason, Square Enix have come out and said they are going to be hosting a massive Final Fantasy celebration next week. And everyone's hypothesizing about what that could be. Um, I think it's probably where they're going with Final Fantasy VII Remake um, in that direction. Uh, potentially, though, showing some Final Fantasy sixteen. And Henning, I think you were the guy who played Strangers of Paradise. But Mikey, what would Final Fantasy VII Remake have to do for you to come back? Uh, completely change the combat system. Because that real-time ass combat is absolute jank. Um, it's just—is it meant to be proper combat, or am I meant? What? what there in no universe where it, where I am free controlling a, a, a person and trying to figure out weak spots of enemies. Do I then also have the dexterity to to cycle through a bunch of menus? No, it makes no sense. It's shit to play. There is no satisfaction at all to any of it because it's basically mostly automated as well. It's garbage, man. Um, and then, um, so you get rid of that and make it proper. Either make it full-on action or full-on turn-based. The, mixing the two, I do not want. I do long like for turn-based Final Fantasy. Oh, I really back. That's what that's what people like. Three Final Fantasy fans here, right? Much more than the likes of me, all want the thing that me, being a Final Fantasy novice, wants that would have made me enjoy the game a hell of a lot more. Um, it was very apparent to me when I played my brief period with the first part of Final Fantasy VII that they had basically taken, you know, when you take some blue tech. And you're like, when it's kind of small, you can make some funny little shapes with it and you can do lots of things. You know, oh, blue tech's quite a, a malleable substance. There's many different crevices and things you can put it in. It's a very nice thing. Oh, I can stick pieces of things together. I can do things with it. You know what happens when you, when you pull it apart? It becomes like really this, soft. And you, and you stretch it. It becomes very soft and the structural integrity fails. And do you know what happens? The whole thing falls over. Yeah. And as soon as Final Fantasy VII, when I started playing that, after I got part, when I'd done the Make Her Reacted stuff, and I started meeting up with that weird lady, Tifa something or other. Ooh, who lady. Was the most un, like, just the most, um, like, the most unrealistic character there's ever been in the world, right? Just this parody of what little freaking boys want to see out of Asian women. It was just ridiculous. Um, and uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden it was, huh, by the way, you, you spent all this money on a single player experience, but actually what this is, this is basically an MMO. You're going to have to do a whole fuckload of fetch quests now that mean absolute nothing. And I was just like, nah, I ain't interested, bruv. This is a pile of, this is boring. This is not my cup of tea. I'm almost, I'm almost playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, because I'm doing a load of stuff which doesn't actually fucking matter. 
You've been tricked. You've been hoodwinked. It was Assassin's I Creed all along. <laughs> Everything's pulls, committed by Pulls off the mask, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like a Scooby-Doo villain at the end. <laughs> As they're dragging away Final Fantasy. I would have got away with two of them with those damn kids and that meddling dog. <laughs> yeah, well, they should have. So I, 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 think Mike, I think it's fair to say that Mikey's not going to be true to give the Square Unix thing. Uh, Hemming and Moles. Oh, no. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Don't, don't, get back in here. Let me, let me stress to you, Mr. Flint, right? I love an RPG, okay? Yeah, no, I no, love... You're, you're, you're a, uh, a man for this stuff. I appreciate that. Well, Hemming's the man for this stuff. Let's be clear about it. Well, I'm, Hemming's I'm... the man for... Every, if, if Hemming wasn't in the room, that's like that's like basically... You're like the Chris Hemsworth of video games, right? Even though people might be talking to us about that, they're thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Um, so, yeah, like... But I, 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 I love a long... Give me a 150-hour adventure via a whole load of funny little things, right? L- less cutscenes, the better, obviously. But I'm down to clown, bruv. This was just not anything. I can't, I can't imagine who this game was aimed at. I just don't, I don't know. Because the original it's Final Fantasy VII fans... Oh, what? Yeah, if I didn't know Final Fantasy so let's give that, you I don't that think thing I that you, Let's give you that thing... That you loved as a child, which you revered as a child, which is probably one of your first experiences in video games ever. And certainly, most likely, your first experience at Grand Tale being told. Yeah, it may be by a memory card. Let's... <laughs> exactly right. And then let's make you wait, what, how many years for it? 30 years? 20 it's years? It's the 25th anniversary. That's what this whole, this whole thing's about. There we go, right? Let's make let's make you wait. And it came up what four years ago, three, four years ago, something like that. Well, I think it. So let's make let's make you wait about twenty years, right, for this game that you loved forever, and then let's. By the way, not release all of it in one go. We're just going to drip feed feed you content like a fucking like moles on his destiny fix. And then <laughs> what we're going to do then? We're going to change oh, every nice. single thing about it that you liked. So yeah, basically your blue tech analogy was actually pretty dang accurate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bang they, on. They've taken the first four five hours of the original game and gone with and then added the forty fifty hours. Thank you. So yeah, you, you, you're pretty spot on with that. Yeah, and what can you now use that piece of blue tech for? You can use that piece of blue tech for nothing. It is useless. It is not doing any yeah. of the job that you originally bought it for. I'm yeah. fascinated Sorry. to see where they do go with this because I do think I'd agree with you they've bucked themselves into a corner for two reasons. One is that the first game was very, very linear and it's fine to be linear in Midgar, but the if everyone remembers back to when it was that game that we all know and love is that you have the world that's open to you and I'm fascinated to see what they do. I have a horrible feeling we're not going to get a world map. I oh, have a horrible feeling we we're not. not going to get that kind of experience we had before, which means we're just going to get a linear experience going to places that we no longer are in control of our fates to want to go and experience in different ways. And that's a bit like, meh. and all of a sudden, because I was just like, oh man, it's the same thing that Resident Evil fans, when when a remake was done, they're instinctively thinking about what's the next game that they personally love. They want to see remade. My first, because my my personal favourite Final Fantasy of all time is Final Fantasy VIII. And now, after seeing what they do with remakes, I don't want them to remake eight. In fact, I just want them to do what they want to do with seven, and then just move on. To if something they're going to remake the games and remake them as they were, obviously polished, fine tuned. Do what they've done with like Resi, right? Which is what you remember as a kid. Yeah. 
but just do it in really good graphics now. So, yeah, <laughs> but they had, um, with artistic license, obviously, it's not exactly the same, but the yeah, concept is there. You know, the yeah. blueprint it's is It's still there. a duck. So just do it. This this whole game, the the remake title was very much a rug pull because it is they're remaking the story of Final Fantasy VII. They uh, spoiler alert for Final Fantasy VII remake, but at the end of it, they basically go, "This is an alternative universe." And, yeah, and yeah, there's another guy. And, yeah, yeah, Zach isn't dead. Spoilers. Um, and yeah. So it's you fucking what? Oh, spoilers, mate. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I did warn you. I said like the word. Like, no, no, like I, can't, like, I don't. I, I, <laughs> do you not? No, know I'm never going to play this game. I, mean, I, I tried. I tried for about what four or five hours, and yeah, I, no, I yeah, gave yeah. up yeah, due to crack. tedium and boredom. Yeah. You get to the end of the game, and they tell you, by the way, this is all a. St- it yeah. was they basically We've did the. It was all a dream. Uh, no, they've just said they it's basically an dream ending. Yeah, you. they've they've basically just gone. It's an alternative, which is universe. Uh, essentially it's, as much of a cop out as it was all a dream, and none of this counts. You kind of see events that happen. <laughs> Spoilers again for the very end of the cutscene. You see events that happen in the original Final Fantasy VII, like ghost versions of them pass each other, as if to say, "Oh, this is what did this happen before, before. and yeah. a whole new adventure now." So that they can then, you know, do whatever they want for the next few games. They can Kingdom Hearts it and all that weirdness that they look like. They confuse everyone yeah. to within an inch of their exactly, lives. Yeah, I kind of like. Um, nice. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII, I think we're all a little bit down on, and let's see where they go with that. I am interested because they have announced another Kingdom Hearts game as well, haven't they, Uh, since we've last been on the They have. Can I ask what the can I ask what the title of this one is? Is it Kingdom Hearts HD seventy four (laughs) B ninety degrees south or something mad like that? Semicolon dreams of dreams in dreams of dreams of cards. No, I, 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 I hate to disappoint you. It's it's four. It's just four. Okay, let's just take a quick second to say what franchises do we want them to introduce in Kingdom Hearts 4? Star Wars. They've got to go Star Wars. How dope would that be? The Simpsons. I mean, if they just if they drop just <laughs> one of those franchises in, because this is ever you know since Kingdom Hearts three, we've had the Fox deal, we've had all the other deals that are going on. In theory, Little Zora could just turn up in Predator Land. <laughs> We might actually get a good Predator game. You um, probably would. They could go to, they could go to aliens. Like they could, they could go in so many different directions. But they'll probably just, they'll probably just pick a shit one though and just stick it, stick that one in, won't they? But, um, but yeah, Eddie Henning, what was your thoughts? I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Kingdom Hearts <laughs> completely lost me. I tried to play three. I had a similar situation to you, Mike, like with Final Fantasy VII. I played the first couple of hours of Kingdom Hearts 3 and just thought, what the hell am I doing? I did. I don't know what's going on anymore. I have no idea why I'm doing this. I'm done. I'm good. Thank you. So I I don't really care. Do what they like. Go nuts. You know when like someone takes such a cool concept and make it boring? That's what they've managed to somehow do with Kingdom Hearts. Like, How have you managed to take this amazing concept? It was like the Assassin's Creed movie. How did you take something that was about, like, time travel and like pirates and stuff and make it boring that's what they've managed to do they've managed to take every franchise you know and love smush them together in a way that makes sense and at the same time make it boring and i sound really negative on that front uh but anyway well we might do a reaction pod depending on what cool stuff drops over the the final fantasy celebration which mikey might be making a lasagna at that point (coughs) gentlemen has anything else happened in the world of news that we want to discuss on this fox 
Ooh, not a huge amount, but I, I, I want to give a random shout-out to a random little game. Because this was something that was mentioned as a potential yeah. idea for a feature, to pick up a random little game off the PlayStation Store, or whatever store of choice. I mean, to be honest, it'll be, the PlayStation, it'll be on our PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah, but it now, might be it? now. But I, yeah, I picked yeah. up this game called Lego Builder's Journey, which was this weird little game for about 15 quid. It was a little isometric, isometric puzzle game where you control a little Lego man, and you have to make a path for him to the end. And it was very cute. And I just want to give it a shout out because it came out of nowhere. Saw nothing about it. It's only about two hours long, but it's adorable. And it's a little, almost ah. like claymation motion stop uh, style. And I love it. Better looks dope. Oh, as well. it, it looks great. On the PS5, it looks lovely. What's it called? It's called Lego Builder's Journey. Ah, nice, nice. And that's the one thing, things like PlayStation Plus and Game, Game Pass and what this new version of PlayStation Plus is going to have. This is going to open up such a door for us to play games that we would have never have coughed up our schmeckles for, but absolutely give it a go. When I did have PlayStation Now, actually, I did discover the odd game. I remember the Turing Test. I absolutely loved that game, and I have never have played that in a million years before. So, yes, we will definitely start talking about that and, like, say, introducing that feature of, like, just what some crazy stuff we discovered off of that. I want to do the same with Dreams as well. I want to, I want to go into Dreams more. Schmeckles. Schmeckles, yes, your hard-earned schmeckles. <laughs> On that note, uh, I think it's it's fair enough to say that we have a pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed... Well, well Mikey, what? Mate, I, I have to bring this up, right? It's been several weeks. It's, I haven't had an episode... We haven't done an episode of this show in several weeks now where there's been a wheel. Where the de- Where's the damn wheel? I'll bring the wheel back next week. There you go. Uh, there we go. It'll be back. We're an hour in, man. We can't. We can't. I, I missed the wheel. That's all I'm saying. I missed the wheel. I missed the wheel. Okay. The wheel is coming back. If you've got any suggestions for discussion topics, please get in contact with us on Twitter at GraveboxPlays. But what we tend to do, as Mikey mentions there, is we've got a wheel of topics. We spin it around with no time to prepare. Sometimes we get gold. Sometimes we get even better than gold. So that wheel will be back next week. There we go. And I want to hear Moles because Moles has a, <laughs> a very good, very good little slogan. For it. Anyway, I'd like to thank my co-host for this evening. I'll start with Mr. Jonathan Moles, our man in the chair. Thank you very much and have a pleasant evening. You you looked very much like Tom Cruise a la Maverick there, the way you just signed off. Uh, and from one Maverick to another, Mr. Michael Carden Edwards. Sorry for being late, but thank you for hearing me rant about Final Fantasy. Schmeckles. And finally, our trophy man, Mr. Alexander Hemming. Thank you so much. Uh, what's your next trophy you're going to go not next trophy what's next platinum you're going after I bet you getting one tonight no I won't be getting one tonight don't be silly Uh, the next game I was thinking of playing was actually just some random pick that I was going to get off PS Now I was going to give it a look maybe Shadow Warrior 3 give that a try nice nice and report back to us now you went and saw uh Songs of uh, Old Gods of Asgard they, that aren't our Old Gods of Asgard. They didn't play it. Poets of the Fall, they were great. They were really good live, but they didn't play any Old Gods of Asgard, no matter how hard I shouted. Didn't listen. It probably would have been good. It's probably good that I didn't go with you because after every song, I would have just, just shouted, Do take control! <laughs> <laughs> no, but God damn it, this happens at every gig. <laughs> 